Good morning, good morning, good morning, Fresno. Thank you for tuning in to Fresno Capital Formation Radio Show. Today is November 24, 2020. Got some good and exciting news today. Uh, we're going to talk about the SEC, which is the Security and Exchange Commission, our past um, bipartisan um, um, amendment to the rules to harmonize and improve exempt offering registration, facilitate, facilitating access to capital uh, and investments. One of the biggest changes the SEC has implemented is the legal, legality of finders receiving commissions or payments for brokering deals and introducing investors to issuers, syndicators, developers. Before this change, only broker-dealers were allowed to receive compensations for such deals. With the new changes, these finders can now legally receive these commissions and other transaction-based compensations from issuers. For those that aren't aware of what an issuer is, that is a company uh, raising capital and selling stocks, whether it be a private company. Well, it has to be a private company, but it's basically a small emerging growth company that is selling uh, uh, registered uh, un uh, exempt security offerings uh, to the public via accredited investors or up to 35 non-accredited investors. The ability to legally monetize your connections is something many have been waiting for for quite a long time. Exempt private offerings have traditionally served an important role providing capital for smaller and mid-sized companies often along the path to the public markets. Fresno Capital Formation believes this change will allow Reg CF, which will increase from the current limits of $1.7 million to $5 million. Regulation A crowdfunding will increase from $50 million to $75 million. SEC proposes conditional exemptions for finders, Assisting small business with capital raises. This is going to be huge, folks. Tell me, this is going to be. I'm telling you, this is going to be very huge. So now, what we're what they're proposing is uh, finders. Uh, now you have a proposed exemption for finders, people that know somebody that got some money that might want to invest into a company. Now you can be compensated for that. There's going to be tier one finders and tier two finders. Tier one and tier two finders would both be permitted to accept transaction-based compensations under the terms of the proposed exemptions. It's almost like being a real estate agent or, um, yeah, a real estate agent, you know, listing the house, uh, you know, for a buyer or for a seller, and you're getting paid a commission on that. And that's the same uh, kind of concept here uh, that we're going to use, you know, uh, for finders, you know, knowing uh, somebody that has money, that might that's going to want to invest into a startup or emerging growth company, uh, assuming that they can bear the risk of the loss of their return. But let's get into the tier one finders. A tier one finder will be permitted to provide contact information of potential investors in connection with only a single capital raising transaction by a single issuer in a 12-month period. A tier one finder could not have any contact with a potential investor about the issuer. So basically, tier one finders are limited to 
just pretty much referring to referring that referring that investor if information to the company, but not actually engaging the investor. Uh, now, if I got this right, you know, a tier one finder could not have any contact with a potential investor about the issuer. So basically, tier one finder is strictly communicating with the issuer or the company that is raising or selling uh, exempt security offerings. Tier two finders. Now, this is where I think is a sweet spot. Uh, a tier two finder could solicit investors on behalf of an issuer, but the solicitations related activities would be limited to identifying, screening, and contacting potential investors. Distributing issuers off also distributing issuers offering material to investors, which is the prospectus, uh, you know, brochure. Uh, the investment risk, probably the subscription agreement. Uh, also discussing issuer information, including any of, any offering materials, provided that the Tier 2 finder does not provide advice as to the valuation or advisability of the investment and or arranging or participating in a meeting with the issuer and investor. So a Tier 2 you know, basically cannot offer investment advice. They're not going to act as an investment advisor, not acting as a broker-dealer. You're just basically providing the, uh, the materials, the, uh, basically the sales brochure. Uh, you know, but it's kind of a, you know, a situation where you got to make sure you cross your I's and dot your T's so you don't get yourself into trouble. Uh, conditions for both Tier 1 and Tier 2 finders. Both Tier 1 and Tier 2 finders will be subject to certain conditions. The proposed exemption for Tier 1 and Tier 2 finders will be available only where the issuer is not required to file reports under Section 13 or Section 15D of the Exchange Act. Let's get into what is 15D or Section 13 of the Exchange Act. That's basically saying that uh, anyone that uh, – has um, a certain interest uh, um, in the company has to disclose, uh, you know, their uh, their ownership of shares. So Section 13 and 13G of the Exchange Act requires any person or group of persons who directly or uh, or indirectly acquires or has beneficial ownership of more than five percent of the class of an issuer. So basically, if you own five percent or more of that stock, you can participate as a Tier One or Tier Two finder. Uh, Section 13D of the Securities Act, the 5% threshold is uh, to report such a beneficial ownership uh, on a form. So 13D is a form that you, uh, that you would file that on, or 13G. Um, but 15D, let's go into 15D. 15D. Section 13 to 15D of the Security Exchange Act of 1934 concerns the filing of periodic documents, reports, and information to the SEC by the securities issuer necessary for the security registrant pursuant under Section 12 of the Act. Uh, so that's just another disclosure form. Uh, but back to what we were talking about, uh, the issuer is not required to file reports under Section 13 or Section 15D. If the issuer is required to file these reports, Tier 1 and Tier 2 finders are not able to participate. The issue is seeking to conduct the securities offerings in reliance on the applicable exemptions 
from registration under the Security Act. The finder does not engage in general solicitation. The potential investor is an accredited investor as defined in Rule 501 of Regulation D, or the finder has a reasonable belief that the potential investor is an accredited investor. The finder provides services pursuant to a written agreement with the issuer, which basically is saying that the finder has to have a finder's uh, contract agreement with the issuer. That includes a description of the services provided and associated compensations. The finder is not an associated person or a broker-dealer, and the finder is not subject to statutory disqualifications, as that term is defined in uh, Section 3A39 of the Exchange Act at the time of his or her participation. Uh, that we're going to most likely that's referring to the bad actors disqualifications. That's basically saying that you've been convicted of any financial crimes, um, you know, breach of trust, um, you know, you know you shouldn't be uh, engaging in, uh, you know, those kind of activities, then, you know, that's going to be uh, there, you know, troubling some troubling waters there. Uh, so that just goes to show that everyone is not meant to, uh, you know, have that kind of trust. But let's break that down. Section 3A39 um, of the Security Exchange Act, it provides other things. A person is subject to a statutory disqualification uh, with respect to membership or participation in an association with the membership of a self-regulatory organization, SRO, if such if a person has committed – Let's see. Uh, most likely, like I said, those uh, those those financial crimes, uh, you know, dishonesty, uh, bribery, theft. Uh, you know, you you add any of those things, uh, you know, in your background, you know, then you should not be uh, a tier one or tier two finder. But once again, you know, you'd have to take that upon, uh, you know, you know, um, your background and and making sure you know that uh, you know those things are not. <clears throat> In your past, if it is, you know, you got to be upfront, be honest about it, because you could get yourself in trouble, as well as a uh, fine, and maybe also go to imprisonment, in prison for uh, uh, failure to disclose. But you know, that's up to the to the to the attorneys and the, and the law. That's something that I'm not here to, you know, talk about. I'm here just to talk about tier one and tier two finders, and just give you the brief overview and how that can benefit people in Fresno. It can actually be a job creator and a game changer. Let's say that again, a job creator and a game changer to be a tier one or a tier two finder in Fresno Capital Formation. Very excited for this to come about. And this change is not going to happen until next year, which is uh, probably on the cusp of January 2020, uh, 2021. But moving on, a finder could not rely on this proposed exempt uh, exemption to engage in broker activity beyond the scope of the proposed exemptions. Among other things, a finder could not rely on this proposed exemption to facilitate a registered offering, a resale of securities, or the sale of securities to investors that are not accredited investors, or that the finder does not have a reasonable belief are accredited investors. Further, a finder could not, one, be involved in the structuring, the transactions, or negotiating the terms of the offering, handle customer funds or securities, or bind the issuer or investor, participate in a preparation of any sales material, perform any independent analysis 
of the sale, engage in any due diligence activities, assist or provide financing for such purchasers, or provide advice as to the valuation or financial advisability of the investment. So you got to be hands-off with this, folks. That's what this is saying. Get down to the nitty-gritty. Basically, you've got to be completely hands-off. All you're doing is being, you know, the finder, exactly what it is, you know, in black and white. You know, you don't want to go overboard or too abroad with what your, you know, scope of your your duties will be. Additional conditions for Tier 2 finders. Because Tier 2 finders could participate in a wide range of activities and have the potential to engage in more offerings with issues and investors, the commission has proposed additional heightened requirements. A Tier 2 finder wishing to rely on the proposed exemptions would need to satisfy certain disclosure requirements and other conditions. These disclosure requirements, which include a requirement that the Tier 2 finder provide appropriate disclosures to the Tier 2 finder role and compensations, must be made prior to or at the time of the solicitation. Further, the Tier 2 finder must obtain from the investor prior to or at the time of the investment in the issued securities a date, dated written acknowledgement of receipt of the required disclosures. If you would like to learn more about Fresno Capital Formation Tier 1 and Tier 2 finders, visit us on our website at mkgenterprisescorp-client.com and just scroll down to our, uh, to our blog. Um, and you can actually, you know, take a look at our uh, Tier 1, Tier 2 finders, as well as our, our SEC proposed changes. But this is going to conclude. We're going to be brief, short to the point. If you have any questions, you can email me at marshawn at mkgenterprisescorp.com, or you can uh, follow us on Twitter at corp, C-O-R-P, M-K-G. Um, those that you might want to give us a call, then you can give us a call at 866-675-3933. Or you can actually go on to our Spotify channel and type in Fresno Capital Formation, you can also listen to this on Audible. You can also find us on our podcast uh, show, Pod Chasers. Feel free to, you know, revisit. Uh, you can replay these shows, um, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, once again, thank you for listening to Fresno Capitals Formation's latest news on Tier 1 and Tier 2 Finders, which is going to be a game changer and a job creator for the city of Fresno. We're going to be blowing up this Fresno Capital Formation here. Um, once again, tune in to Fresno Capital Formation Radio Show Weekly. I'm your host, Marshawn. Go Van. Until we, until we join again, have a great happy holidays and safe Thanksgiving, and remember to wear a mask and social distance, everyone. Thank you for listening to this radio show.